Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Start close and travel far from your local airport, San Bernardino International Airport. Affordable flights on board Breeze Airways' brand new A220 aircraft with three seating choices will have you flying comfortably away to the San Francisco Bay or go, go, go into Provo, Utah in no time with no traffic, short security lines, and on-site parking for just $5 per day. Now's the time to fly SBD. Book your next trip out of San Bernardino International Airport and experience the Inland Empire's newest way to travel. Learn more at flysbd.com. That's flysbd.com. This is the world-famous K-Rock. All right, welcome to the uh, brand-new week that is here. Hopefully you feel better rested if you're trying to figure out why that is. Clock's got all shifted around this weekend. It's like we time-traveled, and now here we are together again. Good news for you if you were not able to score yourself some of the 32nd annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas tickets, chili peppers, garbage, offspring, cannons, Picard, etc., etc., we will get you into that show. We'll do it throughout the entire day here at K-Rock and all week long. Uh, this morning, you'll be listening for Danny California from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. When you hear that song, call us up, 800-520-1067, and we will get you in. That song will definitely hit the radio before we get the hell out of here this morning. Also, we got so much going on. The uh, text line, very active as people are waking up, 800-520-1067. Well, there were a lot of comments um, from earlier earlier conversation about making the bed. Um, someone four said, I make the bed every single morning, no top sheet, no extra pillow. I just spread my comfortable uh, comforter, pull it so it's not wrinkled, straighten my pillows, and it takes less than a minute, and I feel better afterwards. Meanwhile, 213 said, you got to add lavender spray after you make the bed so that when you get into it, it smells all nice and delicious. But we also have an anti-bed maker on the text line. Here we go. 323 said, you know what bed bugs don't like? Unmade beds. Yeah, that's the facts right there. And Is think it about the it. Fact? And also, you know, for people... <laughs> three, that, two, three, said it, Jake. It's that, true. Jake, for everyone that tries to make you feel bad or shame because you don't make the bed every day, there's always somebody that comes across with some crazy stat that goes, over the course of your lifetime, you've wasted 90 days making your bed or something like that. And think about if you had put that time into something else, you probably could have cured cancer. Yeah, so, but what else are we going to do? Well... Right, that's the that's the thing. It's an easy task. Anyone can yeah, do it, so that's why it. they say it. Um, Jake had his return to the stage. We're going to get to this audio in a moment. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know if you know this, Jake, but you had quite a few listeners of the show that went to see you. We got some reporting from the scene on the phone. Listen to this. Yo, what's going on, you guys? Just checking in. Reporting from the nightcap here, uh, Jake Dill Comedy Show. Um, surprisingly, he wasn't terrible. That's the that's first. Exactly what I said. That's the first reaction. Was surprisingly, he was not terrible. I don't know if that's necessarily saying he was good. He's just saying you were not terrible. He goes on. He was just uh, kind of horrible to okay. You're in the category of kind of horrible to okay. I don't think that guy was really there. I think he sounds like he was there. Uh, listen. And uh, it was a, it was all right. You know, it was just it was and. Uh, you know, compared to the other com- comedians or people that were up there, uh, there was only one guy that was really, really hilarious, and uh, everyone else was just kind of the same. So Jake, you know, uh, came in like a pool of second placers. 
it was it was all right. It was, man. Like he, you were in a pool. <laughs> he, of second place. You were in a pool of second placers. I'll take it. And he says one person was really funny, not you, but you were like on par with the others. That he says may have been comedians or may have been people. Yes, I'll take it. Did it. It was cool. He did it. That's what he's saying. He actually did it. And there was the dog who was strapped on him, and uh, it all all worked out, man. It was cool, right? Right? There's some. I think the review got worse and worse as it went on. As he was calling to say Jake didn't do a terrible job, I think he convinced himself Jake did a terrible job. Well, we have the audio. Listen. And there were a lot of other big comedy performances over the weekend. Maybe you were at Seinfeld and Jim Gaffigan at the Forum. No one said, yeah. Yeah, I don't don't think we got that review for that show. (laughs) Uh, We'll let you hear what happened. Live comedy on your radio next. It's K-Rock. All right, K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Once again, the song you're listening for, Danny California, Chili Peppers, gets you some tickets to the sold-out 32nd Annual K-Rock, Almost Acoustic Christmas. If you're not out this weekend, perhaps you were not at one of the many comedy shows taking place all over town. It's always good stuff happening, be it on the Sunset Strip, at the store, the Laugh Factory, whatever. There was the, uh, the big comedy show with Seinfeld Gaffigan. I know we sent some people to that show as well. And then you had uh, Jake the Nerd returning to the stage for the first time in, uh, he said, two years. He Over tried two years, yeah. He tried to return uh, a few weeks ago, and they pretended that a pipe burst, and they canceled his show. Oh, that's right. Now, it really burst. I also think people would be shocked to know that Jake the Nerd, fact checker on the show, guy that walks around with a dog strapped to his chest all the time, is a comic. I didn't know that, and he claims that's why he moved to L.A. to follow his comedy dreams. And now he sits in the back and puts together the podcast for this show. So clearly dreams are working out. Yeah, you well, I believe it. Mo- most of us on this show are a collection of failed dreams. That's what this show is. We all that had dreams. True. We all had <laughs> dreams to do something bigger and something else. And then we did yep. this. And here we are together. Mm-hmm. The sad part about what you just said, Allie, is this was actually my dream. Oh, no. This was the dream. <laughs> no. I, I would love to play the game with you and go, yeah, you're right. I, this was what I had. I just thought it was going to be much bigger and grander once I got here. That's t- <laughs> Yeah. So you're just disappointed in your dream. <laughs> yeah, I just dream, didn't dream big yeah, enough. None of us oh, knew wow. what the disappointment was like because we never got there, but yeah, you did. This was the dream for me. So you're living the dream. I'm living my dream. And it's yeah, not good. It's radio. more like living a nightmare. I know. Yeah. You look terrible. Thank you, guys. Thanks. <laughs> so anyway, let's focus on Jake now because he recorded some audio. We got a first review from his set was he was somewhere in the category of horrible to okay, but not the worst comic up there. And Jake does claim that he was the first guy to go up, even before the host started the show. No, I was just the first. The host was, like, technically first, but then I was the first comic. So you were not the warm-up guy. I was not the warm-up, no. But you were not the headliner. No, there was not really no headliner. Everybody, like, did the same amount of time. All right. Here is uh, some of Jake's material. Uh, I don't know if these have any... I don't know if they need to go in order, but let's take a listen uh, to uh, Jake talking about his battle with an- uh, depression. I got a prescription for antidepressants, and I went to go pick up the prescription... And it was $80. Hey, Jake, are there crickets actually in the background? <laughs> of your- That's so funny you say that because it's, it's, out, it's an outdoor show. So, yes, there are actual crickets. Dude. Dude. You did an outdoor comedy show around crickets? The you're pipe se- still burst. They're you're still trying to work out. Oh, my God. You're setting yourself up for failure. Is it, is Any it- moment of silence is awkward because there are literal yeah. crickets. That's why you got to keep talking. Isn't, cri- oh Jake, isn't cricket the international sign for the joke was a terrible bomb? You because- believe it. That was really hard. Crickets know it, too. They'll get louder. Listen to this. You hear it. I got a prescription for antidepressants, and I went to go pick up the prescription, and it was $80. They're like, quick, if we all work together, we can drown them out. (laughs) Hold on. We have someone that was on at your show on the phone. Go ahead. You're on K-Rock. Hello? Hello? K-Rock, hello? (laughs) Oh, here they are. That's why. Uh, Oh, big fans. I took uh, photos with them afterwards. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, they said you were uh, better than mediocre. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, I mean, I can't believe we didn't add these sound effects. That one we did, but th th these are real crickets at Jake's show. All right, so he's doing his bit about uh, being depressed. Here we go. And it made me feel a lot better when I didn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I got eighty dollars now. I could spin on some rad crystal that I'm sure will solve all my problems. Yeah. I want to thank you for stopping the bit right in the middle of our, for the punchline. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the punchline? Because it shows the joke's longer here. Hold on. I don't think we listened to it in its entirety. That didn't get the reaction. Here we go. Yeah, I'm sure we'll solve all my problems. Yeah. Well, like, first appearance of my boner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. You crushed it. Oh, you went with funny. the time. Did you make all of his jokes better with the boner joke? Oh, I did, Allie. You listen, did? Listen to this. Here's a bit he's doing about pizza. I just felt dumb. In the weirdest way possible, all I was trying to do was order a pizza. And I ordered it. At the end, the guy was like, uh, you want cheesy bread with that? And I said, sure. And then I hung up. I was like, wait a second. That's what pizza is. <laughs> <laughs> I just got tricked into ordering a worse pizza. <laughs> More like first appearance of my boner. Oh! Oh! Love it. You crushed it. Even the crickets love that. The crickets even shut up for that one. <laughs> Crickets are big fans. Uh, of here's stories. this is Jake's big closer, I believe. Hold on one second. This is when the crowd went nuts. This is Jake from his comedy show over the weekend in Burbank, and then he got approached by a fan after the show. We'll play you some of that audio. Here is his. Uh, is your esposas joke your big closure? Closer? No, that was actually right in the middle. <laughs> oh, okay. Here's Jake's middle joke. I've been living in Los Angeles for almost twenty years now, and I have picked up some Spanish. I know there's a big difference. Between sopes and sopas, I know that. Yeah. Um, oh. Also, do you know this? <laughs> Crowd wow, cricket turned on. Them. <laughs> <laughs> They're booing him in Spanish. Yeah, cricket Spanish. Uh, <laughs> molo, muy molo. <laughs> the esposas means both wives and handcuffs. Yeah. 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 That's pretty ballsy, right? You know the audience is on your side when they're you going. They yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. is correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a <laughs> yeah, that's how you can tell you got him in the palm of your hand. Right. That is a fact. You're stating facts. Yeah. Hold on, let's hear this. I don't want to interrupt the joke. I think this is going well. Yes, you do. You want to interrupt the joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty ballsy, right? Because you know they had the word for rise first. And then handcuffs came out, and some dude was like, yo. No, it reminds me of. <laughs> we can't go out and do sh <laughs> I got a word for that. I'm like first appearance of my boner. Ah! <laughs> Crashed Jake, again. you killed it. Jake, oh, good. Very much. Good thing you had that tagline there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, crickets are my biggest fans now. Yeah. This guy approached Jake immediately following the show. He's a huge fan of Jake's comedy. <laughs> Just give you a sense of Jake's fan base. Oh, sweetheart. Give me a kiss. Let me see your dog. Oh, my love. What's her, his name? Her name is Kim. I'm so drunk. Wait, He's is this hurt. one of the people in the audience? This was someone that approached Jake right after the show. They came up and said he did a great job. And listen to this. I mean, listen, this is a 20-second exchange. Her name is Kibby. Who's? Her name. Her name? Is Kibby. Is it her? Yes. His name is Kibby. <laughs> Is this someone hey, at the show or were they just sleeping outside? This was someone who was claimed was at the show. <laughs> and he was big, Jake's biggest fan. And that's a wrap. Um... He, and that's a wrap. He, he, he just walked you off stage. Yeah, he wrapped you up in the conversation <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Jake explains to this drunk fan that his dog's name's Kibby for five, for like literally, listen. His name is Kibby. <laughs> hey, Kid Rock, we're back. 
Kid Rock. Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jake's fan base right there. They should right, give well. that guy some mic time. Hey, Jake. Oh, that guy sounds funny. Yeah. yeah. That guy should go. The crickets weren't talking for that guy. No. That guy, great. <laughs> that, guy, that guy would slay. Jake, congratulations. In all seriousness, you went back on stage. A very ballsy thing to do, stand up. And you did You did at least uh, how many minutes you do? I did 10, like on the dot. Wow. 10 minutes. Well, congratulations. It's not easy. Nope. Good job, buddy. It's easy to do okay. That's what I'm talking about. Do the boner joke. Listen for the Chili Peppers. Danny California calls up. Get some tickets to the sold-out K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas, 32nd Annual. Uh, quickly, Gemini, what's up? Hello, this is Gemini Cricket. How's that Jake show? I was on the back row. Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you for coming. Uh, what did you think of the show? Cricket, cricket, cricket. <laughs> All right, fair enough. That's a lot of that. We got a lot of response. Who knew you had the most famous cricket on the wor- in the world, uh, Jiminy Cricket? I mean, that's a celebrity cricket right there. That's uh, what I'm talking about. That's I'm amazing. Big with the crickets. You're gonna go places Huge. with that Crash. guy. Like I brought all his friends and family to Jake's show. It was a bringer show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I received a proposition over the weekend, and I want to. Can I guess what it was? Definitely not a sexual one, right? I, that's why I'm actually bringing it up, because I want to know if you think this is a sexual uh, proposition. Here's my thought. Allie's wife said to Allie, let's have a threesome, but you don't have to be there for it. No, that's not true. Okay? <laughs> that's I not- I'm <laughs> fine with threesomes, and they're actually my idea, and Katie doesn't is not interested in doing that. Okay? but So here's the thing. We have a friend. This happens to be the friend that Katie danced topless with out on their in their backyard patio one day. I'm like first appearance of my boner. That's right. <laughs> there you go, Jay. Opposite. That's appropriate. She has since gotten married, and she has a husband who's very attractive. And you can uh, find a man attractive. Oh, I can tell that he's attractive. Yeah. You find but me you're not sexually attracted though. No, I'm not sexually attracted necessarily. Like maybe like a makeout, but not like. Mm. I wouldn't want anything to go beyond that. Yeah. Any any guy that I find like hot, I'm like, oh, I would maybe make out with that guy if I was drunk. That's really it. You think I'm yeah. uh, attractive? I can tell that you're a, you know, a guy. Yeah, with hair. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> it's insulting. <I'm- laughs> Thank you for that. I was hoping that you would find that as a compliment. A guy with hair? I asked you if I'm attractive, and you said I'm a guy with hair. You you are not unfortunate looking. Once again, that, that kind of hurts my feelings. Why don't we reverse it then? What do you think of me? Moving on. Okay. So there you <laughs> go. Anyway, we were over at their house for dinner, and I ended up leaving early. Katie came back later, and she said, by the way, um, they brought up something that they, inv- they invited us to do if we f- can find a day maybe before the end of the year to do it. And I was like, oh, what is it? She was like... They invited us to go over to their house one night and all do mushrooms together, the four of us. And I was like, whoa, because Katie has never done that. She Mm. has never done those types of drugs. She really doesn't even like weed. She's terrified of doing those things because she thinks that she's going to open up some weird chamber in her brain that she's not going to be able to close. And I kind of agree (laughs) with her. Oh, yeah. So, But also, good. she could open up good chambers, too. That's true. There are good chambers. I've never done mushrooms. Can you kind of, like, if you can, kind of explain what, on a typical, you know, day happens or whatever when you take shrooms? Well, it's changed a lot now because now everything's kind of uh, produced inside of chocolates. I mean, I'm talking, when I used to get them, I remember 
Remember, I traded a bag of mushrooms to a guy for a mattress one time, and the guy was... What? <laughs> yeah, that first, really? my first big bed, the first time I ever got myself a bed that was bigger than a twin mattress in college, it was at one of those like discount warehouse places, and the guy said to me, the thing's like 200 bucks or whatever, I said, oh, man, he goes, or if you can get me some mushrooms, <laughs> I'll give you the mattress. And I went and I found okay. the guy a bag of mushrooms. And those are the mushrooms you used to get that were like in... Um, it was just a plastic bag plastic of random bag, mushrooms. random stems, couple of... Ca- it was always the thing, like, oh, this is a good bag, a couple of caps in there. Yeah, you know? and, and then they taste like crap. They taste terrible, but you'd eat them, and then you would you kind usually of... usually throw up. Sometimes at the end, yeah, you would. But yeah. your, your brain, oh. it, it's weird. It's a feeling Sounds like... fun. It is it's, super fun. Oh, it's the fun part. Really? Especially if you're with the right people, and that's the key with mushrooms is you have to be in the right environment with the right people, and you will just have so much fun. It's kind of like... you talk, or do you see you talk, things? Do you, you hallucinate? Can, oh, Sometimes yeah, you, you don't talk. Sometimes you sit there, you realize you've been sitting there for a long time and no one has said anything, and then you start thinking about how that's weird. Yeah. Oh, really? That can happen, too. But usually you want one person, if they're not annoying, that's kind of like the... the camp counselor, a.k.a. ringleader of the shrooms, and they're the ones that have figured out, they're like, and now everyone pay attention to this cool tapestry where you'll watch the Paisley's dance, or they'll be like, and now I'm, we're going to put on this, they've got, yeah. got like, the music set. To like oh, set the mood. Yeah. There's usually one going. person that's like the person that, you know, will Mushroom take charge. Guru. The guru, yeah. Yeah, right. I remember one cool. time when I was on shrooms, we spent the entire time at a playground. And we just had a oh, blast. And we just created our own world, and it was just so fun. Another time was camping. It was just I think being out in nature is fun. Anyway. How long does this last? Uh, I mean, how much you take? It could be like six hours. Yes, yeah, so I would say six, six to eight oh, hours. Now, now Jake oh. does it very different. Jake takes a bunch of them and sits in a closet by himself, which is which to me, I know that some people say that's some sort of a therapeutic whatever, but to me that feels like that would make me go insane because yes. he sits in there and he goes through that thing like almost like he's trying to do a ayahuasca ritual it's a meditation, on himself. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Get to work on yourself. But uh, more and more people are doing it therapeutically. Yeah. And, and so and, it uh, is it is being used more for that. And the last time I did, I told you I was at the park, but I it was like a little chocolate square that I, I you know, supposedly was very dosed out and it just kind of just gives you some of the almost like the uh Early stage feelings without going into the full. Just that like fluttery butterfly feeling. Yeah, kind of feel like your uh, brain is melting a little bit, but in a good way. Yeah, that's the best way I could describe it. So, but I, I was even thinking like, oh, maybe one day at Burning Man or something. If I ever go, me and Katie will do mushrooms. Like I kind of always had in the back of my mind that this will happen someday. So Katie goes, yeah, they invited us to you know one night we'll get a babysitter or whatever, and we'll just go ham on some mushrooms, the four of us. And I was thinking to myself, is this going to be a sexual thing because I feel like if it's just the four of you and it's like a double date mushrooms thing that's kind of a, a given right is that it might go in a sexual place especially if there have been some kind of flirtations with me and Katie with this girl I don't think mushrooms is a sex drug Yes, it's it like, is. I don't really it think it is. Like it is. Like, like ecstasy, ecstasy is. cocaine. There's drugs that are sex drugs. Mushrooms, I don't think, is a sex drug. I feel like because there's, there's too you're, many... Especially you're, when you're peaking. Maybe you, when, like, when you're coming down. You need four people to all be on the same page, which is really hard to predict. Uh, it's a weird... And I just think it's it would be too unusual. And your whole concept of let's take mushrooms and go to Burning Man is kind of messed up anyway because if you go sober to Burning Man, you'll feel like you're on mushrooms. The key is you take mushrooms and go to a place like Ralph's <laughs> that you've been to a million times. And then you really understand the effect that's happening Right, you because you've experienced it sober so yeah, many times. because then you watch the guy slicing turkey for three hours going like, this is awesome. <laughs> and, and that's where you're like, these mushrooms work. Well, part of me was like, why would we just do it at someone's house? Why wouldn't we do it like... 
get a hotel room or go somewhere that's like a new cool location that we haven't experienced yet instead of just being in somebody's house where you're like, you know, then it's kind of just boring. Right, but I don't think, listen, and I'm not saying this to be mean to you, I don't think it's sexual. Your wife will probably make it that way That was my first thought. But I don't think it's sexual. If they invited us over to their house to all do mushrooms together, I feel like that's got to be some kind of a sexual invite. If they said, come over, let's all take Molly together, then I'd be like, oh, something's on. There's just Hmm. certain ways where they said, even if they said, "Come come over, let's all have fondue, sexual. Right. Mushrooms, I don't really get that vibe. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like that's... Yeah, I don't know how you can do that. When I'm high on mushrooms, I can't even put on pants. Yeah. Good thing you're by yourself, then. Yeah. (laughs) And now we know why Jake's in his closet. And has never been invited by a couple. That makes sense, though. Jake's only doing them by himself in his closet because that's... what He used to be a lot of people. And then they're like, get that guy in the closet. One by one, they drop. New Green Day, Kara. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. That's New Green Day. This is K-Rock, Klein Alley's show. The American Dream is killing me. Coming up a little bit later this morning, listen for Danny California. Call us up. We'll get you tickets to the sold-out 32nd annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas with the Chili Peppers, Garbage, the Offspring, and so many more. Allie a moment ago said that she did not find me attractive, even though she says... I didn't a, say I didn't find you attractive. She said I was not unfortunate or something. But let me tell you, uh, listen to this, because this was waiting on the goat line this morning. How ironic and fitting is this? What up, guys? But I just did the, uh, what is it, the marry one, uh, bang one, kill one to my oh. girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So this guy, listener to the show, he's got a girlfriend. I don't know if she even knows anything about the show. He just showed pictures from the Instagram and said, F, marry, kill. And here's who he gave his girlfriend, Allie. And we did Klein, Beer Mug, and Omar. And have- All right, what do you think before we get the results? What do you think? This is what a listener's girlfriend said just after looking at pictures of Mugs, so Omar, and Klein. Okay. Mary Omar, F. Klein, because it'll be over before you know it, Thank and you. Kill Mugs. Kill Mugs, you think? Okay. I think with this girl, she'll say that. Here's what she said. She's where she's going to marry Klein. Oh. Terrible. Terrible. Well, Mary. you are a little bitch. You know, you don't yeah. take up a lot of space. Oh. You the whole closet. Yeah. Well, rather... She can have the whole house and the garage and the kitchen. People think in this F. Mary Kill game, Married is winning, killing is losing. Married is losing. I'm losing. I don't want to lose. You just got killed. Yeah, kill me. <laughs> Marriage is slow death. Kill me instantly. There we go. She's going to kill Omar. Omar's dead. Whoa. What? Unbelievable. What did I do to this lady? She's got it all wrong. And she's going to bang mud. Wow. What crap is this? Omar is obviously the most attractive one of all of you. That's right. Mm. I know. Your girlfriend... You can try enough beer mug, but the thing is he'll probably fall asleep in the middle. Or, you know... He'll pass out in the car on the way home. Yeah. I mean, it's wild. If you're still or getting you'll over... have to drop a deuce in the middle of it. Yeah, that <laughs> happened too. The results. Yeah. If people are asking if we're going to bring him in here and interrogate him because he did claim... You know, we learned on Friday that the whole Officer Simmons story was a total lie. 
He was not pulled over. A lie detector showed he was never pulled over. A lie detector showed he never met an officer Simmons. And then he did. He's fu- trying to pull some M Night Shyamalan stuff. He, he is right now. But I think yeah. what he's doing is he's buying more time to make to up come another up, officer to, to come up with a different story. <laughs> and this is what because he said on Friday we didn't have time to get into it because we had. Butch Vig on the phone or something, but he said something along the lines of like, well, I can't get into what really happened. That's why I had to tell you I got pulled over by Officer Simmons. And he's just baiting us for yeah. to investigate this further, which I feel like we should not take yeah. the bait and we should just drop We're it. Just, and it's not fair because I know some listeners are invested and they want to know what the hell happened. And I, personally, I want to know what happened too because he's making Yeah, he me, overslept. He's making me feel like I'm insane. Yeah, you know what? I'm no longer invested. So you're out. You're <laughs> yeah, just out. I just don't care anymore. All right. Ali's just, and that's really the goal around here. Eventually, we'll just all realize we just don't care he's anymore. He's broken me down. <laughs> Monday morning, we will get you into the sold-out 32nd Annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas uh, throughout the entire day here on the station. But for us, at least this morning, got to be listening for the Chili Peppers. The song is Danny California, and it will be happening at some time between now and 10 o'clock when we get the hell out of here. Then we'll tell you the next song we'll be listening for. Uh, the best bit of advice I can give you is just keep on listening, tell all your friends and family to listen, and eventually, hopefully, you get some tickets to the sold-out show. And now, your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. I'm actually reading this handcuff to a radiator. Help me. So now that the holidays are here, you're going to start seeing a lot of those news stories attempting to kind of pull at your heartstrings, make you feel like you're not completely dead inside because it is the holiday season after all. So here's the first feel-good story of the season. It's a little extra something being offered to its loyal customers to get everyone in the holiday spirit. Buy a new roof for your home and get an assault rifle thrown in for free. Oh, my God. That's... Isn't that horrifying? That's what baby Jesus would have wanted. Yeah. Roof Easy says customers who install a new roof this holiday season will get an AR-15 rifle along with a frozen turkey. Oh, my God. (laughs) It gets better and better. You don't even need to shoot the turkey. It's already dead. That's uh, AR-15 is a special kind of weapon, isn't that? Oh, like a, that's an a, assault, assault rifle. rifle. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But wow. here's, their, here's their reasoning. Turkey will get you all sitting at the table so you can spend time together. The roof will protect your home, and the AR-15 will protect your family. Mm. Yeah, because anything that sprays bullets is really just for protection, right? So let me get this straight. Uh... The roof company is called Easy E Roofs. Did I hear that correctly? Because e- if that's... I think it's called Easy Roofs. Oh, just Easy Roofs. I think so. Oh, because I was going to say if they they got a whole thing going here, I actually don't mind this company. Listen to this guy. He says Easy E Roofs. I'm telling roof you. Roof Easy says customers roof who install E-Z-E. a new. <laughs> it's Roof Easy E. That's a great uh, theme they got going here. I love uh, it. Please just don't. And they said that if you don't want the assault rifle, it's cool. They'll just give you five hundred dollars instead. Mm. And you have to have a background check in order to get the new roof. It's great. Because that was my first thought. I was like, so they're just giving these out now? Like, you don't have to check and make sure that all of these people who need new roofs also are responsible enough to own an assault rifle? But, hey, if you've got a background check, you don't have felonies, they'll just give you one. Yeah. The frozen turkey also. I mean, that seems... Dangerous. Like, seems, yeah. Especially if you try and fry that thing. Very, very dangerous. I bet you there's, uh, unfortunately, more uh, injuries every year because of the people attempting to deep fry the frozen turkey than they are 15s or whatever. I think so. All right, Klein, if you had to guess, how much money total do you think you've given to Vegas over the course of your life? I'm even. You're not. No, of course not, but that's what I have to say. Because... How much money do you think that you've given them? Do you uh... think it's... Are, are you, you think it's ten thousand? Are you just talking gambling? Or are you talking clubs, meals, yeah, hotels? Yeah, I thought you'd ask. I think just gambling. Just gambling? 
going to Vegas. Take care of the ones. Do you think you'd be able to buy a house? Oh yeah, a nice one, <laughs> a really nice, nice house. So even in a though- good neighborhood with a new roof and an AK forty-seven, nice. AR fifty-seven. Uh, so even though a lot of hotel workers in Vegas are striking right now, Vegas is still obviously crawling with people who want to win, and usually they end up going home like we do, sad and full of regret. But one person at Excalibur this weekend oh, won twelve point one million dollars on. Just a basic slot machine. It was the Megabucks Spitfire Multipliers Triple Red Hot 7s slot machine. And they were still sad because they were at the Excalibur. Yeah. And I'm like, even slot machines in general, those are like the lowest rung at any casino, right? But yeah. if you think about the fact that you're at Excalibur right. also, it's like just an extra level of low rung. Yeah, that's a great story that when you're telling it, you're probably not including that detail. You're probably yeah. like, I was in Vegas I was just and at the at big a casino. spot. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's cool. How much you went? 12 million. Oh, sweet. Where were you? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I don't want you to lose respect for me. I was just passing through yeah. that casino to get to a different one. Right. I right. think that's where Muggs gets comped. I think Muggs always tells us. Yeah, he loves the Excalibur. Loves the Excalibur. He's yep. like, dude, it's great. They comp me there. And he's like, I'm not even a big player, but they give yeah. me a room. I'm Everything's like, all gold. They like make that. him feel rich. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, it's a castle. It's really not even a hotel. It's a castle. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we all know what the Excalibur he's the king is. There. We get it. <laughs> it's not weird. He's like, I played one hand of blackjack there nine years ago. They yeah. still give me rooms. Everyone's royalty somewhere. Right. I guess when you it. think about it. All right. 63% of consumers say that they order multiple sizes or versions of things with the intention of returning what they don't want. My wife just started doing that. I hate it, Omar. Katie does it all the time, especially because she forgets to return some of the other sizes that she purchased. And then those boxes just sit there and it makes me so angry. But it happens all the time now. And they say the living room is the new fitting room. And retailers are starting to get super fed up with this because, yeah, there are a few people like my wife who will forget to return things that they bought, but overall the company loses money having to send things back and forth and back and forth a million times. And now experts are saying that the age of the free return is coming to an end, especially with retail, and that more and more places are going to start charging for those returns. Well, they're counting on enough people to buy it and like, you know, most of us, I think, still do. There's people that are anal about it. They're great. They get it not right. They get it back the same day. And then there's other people who go, I'll get around to that eventually. And then they pull open a drawer. I opened a drawer the other day. I'd never been inside of before in my life because I was looking for a place to put my underwear. Now that I've been kicked out of my dresser, I was uh, looking for a drawer downstairs. And I found a, a drawer of stuff that had been sh- ordered and was supposed to be returned and never was. <gasps> and they were like oh, damn. soccer cleats that were like hu- huge adult soccer cleats. I said, well, who the hell is playing soccer? Oh, whoopsies. I got those for the kids. They're the wrong They're the wrong size. I bought the adult ones. So you mistake. just have giant soccer cleats? Yeah. I've got a pair of random... Gi- dude. Yeah, by the way, that's what you're getting for Christmas. Start playing soccer, dude. Allie, Don't let them go to waste. Allie's getting soccer cleats for Christmas. Right. <laughs> they might be a little small. Oh, for you, they're going to be perfect. <laughs> Don't you worry. Uh, we got a uh, good hour to get to next after Sublime on K-Rock. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.